0: Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about, this is how I built my booty and my dream body. So the reason why I wanted to go over this today, ladies, is because I think a lot of you ladies hear a lot about what not to do, right? It's like, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. And it gets really overwhelming so today what i want to do ladies is just cover the basics as to like what i did and how it worked and why it worked and that kind of thing and we'll go from there now this story is going to be a little bit pieced together i didn't actually come up with anything in terms of like a set plan of how i did what but i'm going to kind of recall as best as i can over the last like six years on how i did this and the reason why i thought it would be cool to do this is because i'm actually at a spot right now where i don't really want to build a lot more muscle like i'm kind of at a spot where i don't really want my shoulders to be any bigger I don't really want my butt to be any bigger. I don't really want my abs to be any thicker. Like I'll definitely still keep lifting heavy and I'm still gonna keep progressively overloading and all that kind of fun stuff, but I'm not actually in a space where I want to get much bigger. Like if anything, I really wanna lean down and then kind of see where I'm at and go from there because I've been pretty much bulking, if you wanna say bulking or like putting on muscle or trying to get stronger, whatever you wanna call it, For the last like two years or so. And I've done like little mini cuts here and there. If I've had to do like a photo shoot or, you know, if I had a sponsorship, things like that, like I've done like little mini cuts, but I haven't really done like a full on, like, let's actually like see how much muscle we have. Let's see where we're at, like what's going on. And I really just don't want to get any bigger. So I thought this would be kind of cool because for the longest time, like the last like six years, my whole goal was to get bigger and bigger. Like if anyone asked me what my goal was, it was like, I want to get bulky as heck, right? Like I want to get bulky as shit. Like let's bulk up. So when other ladies were like, I don't want to get bulky, I'm like, ladies, yes, you do. Trust me. Because like once you start losing like that body fat, it's really cool to see the progress and like all the muscles and the definition. And you just feel really strong and confident. And I think like getting bulky has like a really bad name to it where it's like, I get you might not want to be like massive muscular wise, but at the same time, it's very hard to do. I've been trying for a long time and eating enough calories to do so for anyone asking because there's been a few of those on YouTube that I'm like, okay, guys, like leave me alone. They're like, you just need to eat more food. I'm like, trust me, I've been trying. So, if anything, definitely have been trying to do that over the last few years, as well as like healing my relationship with food and things like that. And that's why we talk a lot about that too. So, basically, ladies, like where I kind of started off with in terms of building this up, I really want to start at this point because. A lot of you ladies aren't going to be starting where I'm at now. Like you really are like not many of you are going to go grab like a deadlift bar and deadlift 300 pounds. I totally get that. And I don't find that doing any of my workouts or doing any like influencer workouts are really going to help you. And the reason being is that you're not at the same spot as they're at. And I think like we get upset about that, but I think it's totally okay. And it's also like a really good thing to admit to yourself. Like I'm not going to do an Olympian or a bikini Olympians workout because Realistically, she's probably just doing machines at this point and she's probably doing lighter weight and she's probably just trying to make sure that she's like maintaining and or like growing in certain areas and her physique is balanced. Like her physique is where it needs to be to win. Like for example, if you're following like Laura Lee Chapados, which maybe a lot of you guys don't, but she's like the number one bikini Olympian in the world, right? Her physique is like totally balanced. It's beautiful. It's, you know, whatever you want to call it, right? It's like the, in terms of like symmetry, it's symmetrical. It looks, everything looks great. So the thing is, is like, she's not really going to be building much more. And the thing is, is like, if you have 40 pounds to lose, it doesn't really make sense to follow her workouts because she's not trying to lose 40 pounds. Right. So you want to be mindful of like who you're following and not like you can still follow them and be inspired by them, but it's like, are you actually doing the workouts that they're doing? Right. They might have a plan that works for you. Sure. That's great. But I'm just saying like their workouts on Instagram or TikTok or things like that is just probably not the best place to start. Okay. So I'm going to take you guys back to where I started, because I think that's super, super important when you're trying to build up. And what I'm hoping with this episode is that you ladies kind of find where you're at in this journey, and then you can kind of take some actionable steps towards creating a body that you would like. And the thing is, is like what we do with our programming also, and I've always done this regardless of in person or online or whatever, is that I always am also mindful. Sure. You want to lose weight. Sure. You want to gain strength, things like that. But I'm also mindful of what you want your shape to look like once you're done, because there's different things like CrossFit. There's different things like powerlifting, all that kind of fun stuff. But if you were to like, really like lean out after powerlifting or lean out after CrossFit, you probably like for the most, I want to say majority. I don't want to say everybody because I hate categorizing, but like for the majority, you probably wouldn't really like the way that you looked because you're not going to be very symmetrical. Like you might have big biceps and small shoulders. That's a big one. Or you might have like a wider waist your glutes are probably going to be smaller and your quads are going to be bigger. Again, like it depends on what you're doing, but it's very like sports specific. Right. So the thing is, is like, you're going to have dominant muscle groups that are taking over. Whereas like when we're doing our programming, it's also being mindful of like, okay, so, you know, do you want like nice shoulders? Do you want like a nice waist? Do you want hips? Do you want, like, what do you want? Right. Most ladies, I would say like, that we at least work with, I don't want again, I don't like generalizing because I know some of these things don't matter to a lot of you ladies, but it's like most of the ladies that we work with, like they do want some kind of symmetry or shape after they're done. And it's like making sure that that's taken into account because like, it does matter. And like, I think at the end of like, when you lose your weight or when you gain your strength or your muscle or whatever you're trying to do, it's like, you want to like, like what you're seeing in the mirror at the end of the day. Right. That's kind of like why part of the reason why you're doing it in my personal opinion, right. Aesthetics. So not that aesthetics are everything, but I do think they do play a portion. Right, So when we're looking at basically starting off where I started was actually with glute bridges and doing machines. So I started off with strictly machines and I did leg press. I did like extension. I did the hamstring curl. I did glue bridges. I did planks. I did everything for abs and like core. Cause I knew that was important. And I started with that. And the thing is, is like, you don't have to go super fancy and I'll get into like where you would start if you're at home also. But that's like where I started in terms of like making sure that my form was good. And the reason why I started there is because honestly, I didn't know any better. I'll be 100% honest. I had no idea where I was supposed to go, what were like how to start any of that stuff. So I did glue bridges, I did all of the machines, and then I added in like Some ab work because i really wanted a flat stomach but i also knew that like core was important i didn't really know why but i knew that it was important that's kind of where i started and honestly my glute bridges were terrible and i didn't trust my form so that's where machines can be very helpful because like it it does help you build some muscle and some strength so that you're able to do lunges and squats and things like that now when i first started i also wasn't able to do a squat or a lunge so if any of you guys are watching my videos now and i'm like pumping out lunges like crazy Oh man, like my lunges were bad. Like I was like falling over. I didn't really know how to do them. Like it was not cute. So the thing is, is like, I totally understand when you're like, Hey, I actually like just don't know how to do a lunge or I'm not strong enough to do a lunge. I started in that position too. So I totally feel you. Okay. So when you're trying to like build up to do a lunge, I will admit that like machines are very helpful because you're able to gain strength without actually having to worry a lot about stability. However, there's pros and cons with both. So when you start with machines, what happens is when you go to squats and lunges and things like that. You're so used to working in one plane that it's very, very difficult for you to learn stability. It's like, it's hard for you to be like, okay, hey, brace your core, squeeze your glutes, do all these things. Cause you're just used to like, push the plate away from you, pull it back, push the plate away from you, pull it back. Right. Or like if you're on the abduction machine, like open your legs, close your legs, right? It's very simple. So when you start getting into lunges, squats, push-ups, that that is an adaptation that you will have to make, which is like, you do need to make sure that your core is tight. You do need to make sure that certain muscles are working. Otherwise you're going to get hurt. You can get hurt on machines. It's very unlikely I would say like unless you're like really being stupid with them like you know if you're just really going ham or like you're not using the machine for what you're supposed to be using it for. It's pretty hard to like actually hurt yourself on machines in my personal opinion. If you have experience with that, I apologize, but that's kind of like where I'm at. So that's kind of like where I started. And then basically we built up from there. So once I stopped doing machines, I was like, Hey, this isn't working anymore. And I'm pretty sick of this. And it's not building my butt. And I want my butt to be built because I had a paper flat ass, literally paper flat, like not cute at all. There's nothing there, like nothing to even be nothing. Like there was nothing. Okay. So then basically what I did at that point was I moved into my non-negotiables or like my foundation. So I did squats. I did lunges. I did pushups. I did planks. I did rows. And those five movements really got me through the next ever, literally ever. And the thing is, is that when you look at any advanced exercise ladies, they all come from those five basics. Okay. So a squat, a split squat is a squat that's split, right? Like a squat, a barbell squat, a kettlebell squat, any of those things, like they're all derived from the squat. Then you get into the lunges. So then you have lunges, then you have reverse lunges, walking lunges, stationary lunges, you know, Bulgarian split lunges. Right. And then you have push-ups. You have like from your knees, then you have from an elevated surface, then you have clapping push-ups, diamond push-ups, right? And it progresses from there. Chest press, dumbbell press, bench press, right? And then you have rows. So when you start with rows, I find those are the hardest for most ladies, actually, is like rows. So when you're doing rows or whatever, because your chest is normally so tight, your shoulders are so rounded. And also like it's just a weird thing to squeeze your back. Like no one squeezes their back. It's so weird. Right. So it's like learning how to squeeze your back and actually retract and bring your shoulders back. And like have that stability is something that I find a lot of women struggle with, but they can catch on to it once they do. It's pretty easy. But it's like you have rows then you have dumbbell rows, resistance band rows, right? Barbell rows. Then you have cable rows, right? There's tons of things that you can do from there. And then you have your planks. So either planks or like some kind of stability exercise, like a dead bug, right? And then you have your planks and then you have your side planks then you have your crunches. Then you have your reverse crunches, your leg raises, all that kind of fun stuff. So if you ladies can master those five basic movements, you can really master anything else, but it starts with those five basic movements. And that's why like when you're first starting, those are also going to be the most beneficial. And I'll get into how this like kind of ties into like the dream booty and the dream body and all that kind of stuff. But when you start with those five exercises, what happens, ladies, is like you get really good at doing them, but also you're working multiple muscle groups. So if you did all five of those exercises, you're working your whole body every single day because pushups are not going to only just work your chest. They're going to work the back of your arms, your triceps, right? If you do rows, they're also going to work your biceps. If you do squats, they're going to work multiple areas of your legs. As you start putting a barbell on your back, you're going to have to engage your back, squeeze your core, use your arms, right? Like it does start to get heavy. And it's so funny when you first start doing like dumbbell squats and things like that. And then you first put like the barbell on your back and you actually start lifting like the first like heavy weight you've ever lifted. And like you just get that bar on your back and you're like, I have to remember everything that I've been taught because otherwise I'm not getting back up. It's like, oh shit. So then you go down, you're like, okay. And then you're like, okay, so this, I just have to stand up, we're good. And then you get up and go on with your day, right? And the reason why this is so important, ladies, is like when you're trying to build like your dream physique and you're trying to build your dream body and things like that, I find a lot of the times at the beginning, it's really hard for you to focus on building muscle because you're so consumed with the fact that you just want to lose weight. You're just like, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose fat. I don't really care how I do it. I just like, it's got to go, like, it's got to go, right? And then eventually you get to this point where you're like, okay, I'm pretty good with like where I'm looking right now. Let's actually focus on muscle. And this is where the fun part begins. And so when you start with those basics, and like, I'm sure a few people at this point have like dropped off because they're like, oh, it's basics, right? Foundations, boring. But ladies, when you start off with those foundations and then you move up into the other things, this is where the fun stuff happens. So if you're still tuning in, freaking love this because now we're going to get into the juicy stuff. So when you're trying to build like your glutes and things like that, the next thing that I did after I learned my foundations, because that was something that really had to be learned. Otherwise, it's really, really, really hard to do everything else because you can't feel the proper muscle groups. If you can't feel the proper muscle groups, very hard to build it. So that's step one. Step two is finding the exercises and the muscle groups that you need to work. So for example, in your glutes, there's going to be three different things that you're really going to focus on. There's other muscles as well. Don't get me wrong. But for the most part, you can get by with just these three. So you have the glute max, glute medius, and then you have glute minimus. Okay, there's three different parts. Your glute max is going to be the max. So the biggest part of your butt, okay, that's going to be the biggest part. Those things you want to do like squats, you want to do lunges, you want to do hip thrusts, like all those kind of things are going to help build that. Again, if you can feel those muscles working, okay? Then you're going to have your glute medius and your glute minimus. Those are the little side kind of side portions of your bum that you want for like rounding it out and making it shapely and like all that kind of fun stuff, right? And that's where you're going to get your abductions. You're going to get your abductor, like either your band walks or you're going to get your abduction machine. Or you're going to put a band around and like kind of just like move your legs in and out, that kind of thing. There's also like a few other things that you can do, but just start with those for now. Then you have things like stiff like deadlifts, which is basically a hinge pattern. Or I guess like hip thrusts kind of are in that too. I think hip thrusts have gotten their own category at this point, but whatever, similar deal. Stiff like deadlifts to basically help like tie in the glutes and the hamstrings. Because if you have more developed hamstrings, your glutes are going to look bigger. So if you ladies ever see like people who have like straight legs and then they have like a big butt, that's nice. But normally when you have like the hamstring also, it normally ties in a little bit better. And when you ladies are trying to get rid of like that underbutt and things like that, that's where you're going to get the hamstrings. Like hamstrings play an important role when you want that kind of gone. So hamstrings and not that you can directly target fat, but anyways, it helps. Okay? If you have more muscle there, it does help. So you have your hamstring shape and then you also have your glute de- definition. And that's also going to help you like kind of shape everything up, right? So that's kind of how you do it. And honestly, you just stick it on freaking repeat till you get to the butt that you want. I'm not gonna lie. Like you just keep lifting heavier and you change up the exercises every time you um, like every like four to six weeks and you keep doing it until you get the butt that you want. It's really not that hard. The problem is, is that if you're not eating enough food, like if you're eating 12 to 1300 calories, good luck putting on the amount of muscle that you need. It just takes forever. You can't really do it. And the thing is, it's like, I think a lot of you ladies are like, oh, lose weight. Like when I lose weight, I'm also going to gain strength and muscle and size and all this kind of stuff that only really works in a reverse diet when you're increasing your calories and increasing your intensity with your workouts. If you're decreasing your calories, it doesn't really work that way. You can't put a lot of muscle on in the deficit, it's really hard to do, you can become more dense and shapely and things like that. But like, you can't really like put on a substantial amount of muscle. So normally, I'm like, pick one that you want to do. And let's focus on it. Like it's either you're losing weight, or you're like gaining muscle. Yes, we're still focusing on resistance training. Yes, we're still focusing on intensity, but like you need to focus on one or the other. Otherwise, you're going to get caught in that loop of like, I want to lose weight, then I'm gaining muscle. Now I'm losing weight, then I'm getting muscle and you're not going to find it. You get any progress. So normally when someone's like, I'm gaining muscle, I'm like sweet, that's what we're doing then. Like that's it for the next like eight to 12 weeks. That's what we're doing. We're gaining muscle. You're not going back and forth. Like if you're like, Oh, the scale went up a pound. I'm like, yep. Cause we're gaining muscle. Like let's look at lean muscle. Like let's look at your scale. Let's look at your stats. Right? Because Once you start getting into that head game of like, and building muscle is a bit of a head game. So yeah. So basically like as you're doing that though, so when you're building your muscle and things like that, it's like, you want to focus on one thing at a time because it's going to be a lot easier for you to do one at a time as opposed to focusing on both. And you're going to see more results and more progress with that. Okay. So it's like, stop trying to do both, pick one and go for it. So normally it's like lose fat so that you stop obsessing about the fact that you have to lose weight all the time and then start gaining muscle and like strength. And you can still, again, work on that when you're losing weight. But again, the main focus in that time period is to lose weight. Right. So it's like one or the other. The next thing in terms of like building the dream body is like looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, what do I want to look like proportionally? Right. So everyone's going to look different for me. I really just wanted to be very symmetrical. I think I have OCD. I haven't been diagnosed, but I think I do because literally I like things to be in perfect spots, perfect places. Like it has to be a certain way. And that same thing goes with my physique. So like when I look at physiques too, like if I notice that one shoulder is bigger than the other, like suddenly, Oh, you have like, you know, one arm lateral raises, and that's going to be in there for a little bit. Because like, I really want to make sure that like, you're actually symmetrical and that you're not like, what the hell's going on with my body and things like that. But the other thing is, is like, just in terms of like symmetry and stuff, like when you have like, if you want bigger glutes, and you want bigger shoulders, or maybe you want a lean waist, that's how we're going to build it, right? Which is basically you flare out your lats, or you build out your lats, you build out your shoulders, obviously, like you still have to tone out your arms, but your arms still have to be smaller than your shoulders to look proportionate. And then most of these ladies also have like bigger traps because they've been so tense. Either they've been using those for a while or like they just naturally have them, whatever the case might be. I don't really get into that. And then building up the glutes, making sure your butt gets bigger in like a good way or either more like defined and then making sure that it's also the shape that you want and then getting into hamstrings because the hamstrings tie into the glutes. See what I mean? So like there's certain exercises for certain things, but at the same time, it's like it's more so being like there's only certain exercises that you can do per body part. So it's really just like looking and being like, okay, what do I want? And then the biggest deal is is like, sure, focusing on those areas. Like sometimes I'll do like two or three weeks where literally every time my shoulders are not sore, I will go work them. Like I'll just be like, okay, lateral raises, shoulder press, you know, rear delt flies, like whatever, wait a few days, whenever they're not sore, I just hit them with the same things. And then if I find that like the, the weight isn't going up, then I will change the progression. So instead of doing eight to 10, I'll do 10 to 12 or do 12 to 15, or I'll change the exercises. Instead of doing like a face pull with a cable, I will go do a rear delt, you know, row with my, with a barbell or with a dumbbell. Right. So it just really depends. It doesn't have to be necessarily like, it's not like end all be all. It's not like one or the other, but it's like, you just have to make sure that like you're identifying, like if you're not on a scheduled program or if you're not on a program and you're just doing this yourself that like when you start plateauing or like when you notice the weights haven't gone up in like two weeks or when you notice you've been doing the same workout for like four months, it's like, okay, maybe it's time to change it up because nothing's changing, right? And then as you start changing up, you'll notice that things start to like progress again and you'll notice that your shoulders will start getting bigger and your glutes will get bigger and like things like that. And yeah, so sometimes I'll do like two or three weeks of just like shoulders and then I'll switch it and I'll do two to three weeks where I do like three to four like legs per week whenever my legs aren't sore, like I go train them. And I tend to split it up also to make sure that like I'm not overtraining, like I don't like go into the gym and absolutely hammer my legs out and be like, yeah, I can't walk for four days. Like, no, because I want to make sure that in two days I can go train again. So it's not about like going in and absolutely annihilating yourself. It's like, okay, let's go push myself. Let's go make sure that like, I'm actually like getting to the level of intensity that I want. But at the same time, like, I also know that I'm going to be back in the gym two days later, training them at like the same volume. So it's like, it's more about volume and consistency as opposed to like, intensity sometimes. Whereas like other times, if I'm focusing on strength, then it's going to be like, okay, so after my like hypertrophy or building phase, now I'm going to get into a strength phase. So right now what I want to do is like, I want to lift as heavy as I can. And honestly, when you're lifting super, super heavy, what happens is you're not like sore, but you're tired you're very, very, very tired. So at the end of your workout, you're going to find that you're just like, you just want to nap, right? Like your nervous system is shot. And that's more so the goal of like a strength phase over like being like, Oh my gosh, my muscles are so sore. I can't sit down on the toilet or like, I can't get up the stairs. It's not really about that. It's more so like, let's make sure that I'm pushing myself during this workout. And then like, basically, like you're normally able to recover because you're doing less reps, you're doing like three to five reps or five to seven reps, things like that. And You're just making sure that you like go in and like lift as heavy as you can for those reps. You like tax out your nervous system and then kind of head out for the day. Like that's pretty much it. So when I'm doing like a strength phase, I'll have like three or four exercises, sometimes five to six, if I'm really like trying to like still build up other parts. But like if I'm doing like heavy deadlifts and then I do like heavy squats and then I do heavy like leg press or something, I don't know, that's just random. But those three, then like maybe I'll have like some light shoulders if I really want to build up my shoulders still. But that's about it. Like it's like, it's like do three movements and kind of head out for the day. And then when I'm doing hypertrophy, it's normally like eight to 12 or six to eight exercises that I'll pair together. And that could be like a superset or or it could be on their own. I'm a big fan of like having them on their own, even though it's super boring, just because I like lifting as heavy as I can during each set. And I don't like the fact of just like, like, I like supersets, but not all the time. So that's basically it. So yeah, so that's kind of like what I did. And I just keep doing that stuff on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. And it just seems to like, it's working. So it's good. But yeah, so like, that's kind of like how you like increase your lean muscle mass is just like consistency and making sure you're progressively overloading and changing it up, which I feel like is all like pretty basic things. But that's like how I personally do it. And I've just found really good results with it. And like, obviously adding in like isolation exercise, bicep curls, anything for like your shoulders, things like that, or like your glutes, like isolation stuff is always great. I don't spend a lot of time doing kickbacks and probably should, but like kickbacks and like, you know, the, the cable kickbacks and all like that band stuff, I don't really do it. I start that off with engagement exercises to make sure that I can feel the muscles I want to work but I do not spend my entire workout with a band around my knees like trying to do stuff it does not work so if you ladies are really trying to like build your glutes like build your butt like build like muscle and like actually like create shape and size and like tone like I don't think I'm huge by any means I have a lot of muscle but I don't think I'm like huge then it's basically like it's you just have to lift heavy you just have to keep lifting heavy very heavy. And just make sure that you're challenging yourself, make sure that you're adding weight when you can. And you're not just like not adding weight just because you're like, Oh, like, I don't feel like it. Like, it's like, if you can do it, do it. The other thing is, is like making sure that you're consistent and actually like working out consistently helps, but also like just making sure that your intensity is good. And also that you're not just working the same workout over and over again. Like if you skip two days, say it's like you have three workouts and like you couldn't do your chest workout and your back workout. And then like, it's always the same day you end up on legs, like work the other muscle groups, because if you do want to build your legs also, there's going to get a point where You're going to try and lift heavier and your hands aren't going to be able to hold on because your upper body isn't strong enough, or you're going to try and lift heavier with your legs. And you're going to find that like, you can't retract your shoulders and you get hurt because you can't hold yourself up. Or you're going to find that you go to train your legs and your core gives out because your core isn't tight enough. And then you hurt your back, right? So you've got to be mindful and like actually train your whole body. If you do want to build up like different areas and you'll find too, that you'll like the physique a little bit better, especially aesthetically when you do that because everything balances out and is very proportional. And just like as human beings, when you look at like, like aesthetically, proportions are like pretty, I don't know, attractive, I guess. So that's kind of like the goal also aesthetically, then that's something that you want to think about. If your goal is just sheer strength and size, then I'll do another podcast on that too. But this is more about aesthetics and actually like building shape and size and definition and things like that. So yeah, so I hope this helped ladies, I hope this gave you guys like a place to start. But essentially, like over the time, it's a squat, a lunge, a push, pull a row different variations of it adding in some isolation exercises and making sure that you're supersetting and then honestly there's a few exercises that are going to give you more bang for your buck like for example hip thrusts are really good or i really like deadlifts i know some people don't like deadlifts but i really like deadlifts for building my legs squats as much as some people are like hip thrusts are the end all be all squats are the king baby so make sure you're squatting so we got squats and because just for like overall leg development not just for glutes like if you're like glute specific then sure hip thrusts but overall, which is like kind of what you want, especially if you're trying to lose weight is going to be squats. So there's also squats. And then I would say like for upper body, like the ones that I found really big success with are like rows of any form, like lat pull downs and pull ups, especially for even if it's assisted for your lats and your back, like I really like building up the back. And then there's also like the uh, for shoulders, I would say like shoulder press and then actually like the cable lateral raises are one of my favorite things for lateral raises. And also having your arms at more of like a 45 ish degree angle forward, as opposed to right at your side for your lateral raises, I found brought up my shoulders very quickly, like quicker than anything else in my entire, like, I don't know, I've been training for like, say 10 years, I think at this point around there, 10, 11 years. And probably within the last year, as soon as I made that switch, I've probably seen the most muscle development in my shoulders I've seen in a long time in terms of like roundness and size. It could just be a perfect combination of things, but I like to think that it's the lateral raises. And then we have like front raises, and then you have your like rear delt rows or your cable pulls, and basically just making sure for your shoulders that you're working all of the heads. So all three heads, so your front, side, back, so that you're actually like creating that like that cap or that shoulder is gonna help round everything out too. So between that, and then in terms of core work, I would say that. My favorite ones are like dead bugs, anything that's like a stability, like transverse abdominis workouts. So, like side planks, dead bugs, anything like vacuums, anything that's like TVA for like that leaner waist, because it kind of acts as like a corset and it really creates like a tighter waist. And then like crunches and things like that, they're okay. But like those are like more so just to like, I don't know, kind of build up your abs, I guess. I'm not really like, obviously, like I don't have a six pack abs. I don't have a lot of muscle definition in my core. I don't want a big blocky core, to be honest. Like, I don't want. I don't like the look of like having like an eight pack as a woman. It's not my thing. Like if my clients want it, I'll for sure give it to them and they can definitely have that and they can weight their core and all that kind of stuff. I just don't find that that's like the look that I find attractive personally for me. I don't mind it when I get abs. It's like kind of weird. Like it's just like it doesn't look like as blocky as some people have. So I just don't care. I would rather just have a flat stomach and like the lines on the side and I'm good to go. So. It all depends, right? And everybody's different. And that's why, like, I also say with this, like, if you ladies are having trouble, you're like, well, I want this or this or whatever, like, just make sure that if you are working with someone, or if you're on a program, that it actually takes into account, like what you actually want aesthetically too. because as much as strength and size and things like that are important and fat loss, it's like, it's kind of nice to like, like what you see when you're when you're done at the end of the day, right? So yeah, so I hope that helped ladies, I hope that gave you guys like a place to start some exercises that you can definitely try out, tag me in your stories, if you find that you do try them out, I would love to hear it.